It's the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and we are going to continue our series with some of my university students here at the Catholic Student Center at the University of Maryland. So we have back Will and Sarah. Welcome back to Catholic Bites. That's good to be back. It is great. I know. It's been so long. It was literally five minutes ago that we just recorded our last episode. We're not episode. supposed to let them know that. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall is always a good thing to do in podcasts. So, um, uh, so Will and Sarah, today I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about maybe your own, um, the source of your own hope. Uh, and uh, St. Peter says in his letter, you know, always be ready to give an account of the hope that is within you. And there's a lot of reasons maybe in the church for not having hope. Uh, I think, you know, some of our listeners who maybe are a little older, they, you know, see their kids not practicing their faith, their Mm -hmm. grandkids not practicing their faith. It seems like, you know, numbers of people attending mass has fallen. And and there's lots of reasons to kind of be a little depressed about the faith. And so I want to talk to two of you guys who are are a little bit uh, younger and you've got your whole lives ahead of you. Um, (laughs) What, uh, why do you guys have hope? Uh, What is the hope uh, that you have and and where does it come from? Oh, I think for me, there's a couple of things that I see. Uh, I was able to go on a vocations retreat. I want to say it's a couple of weeks ago. It might have been three weeks ago, somewhere <laughs> in that realm. But there was a talk given by a newly ordained priest, and he was Father Morrison. And so he gave a story about how when the bishop gave his, him his assignment, basically brought him to a parish that had a very large Spanish-speaking community. He didn't know any Spanish at all, like when he was assigned to go to this like parish. And hearing a story about how like he essentially kind of trusted in God, but really went to work like trying to learn, like learn a new language and all that for like to best serve his community and all that. And I think that by hearing that testimony first and foremost is that the priests who are like are being formed and are the new priests and all that are really there like because they love God first and foremost and that they're bringing that love in there to serve their parishioners, charismatic guys, like guys who really care about the mm-hmm. faith. So that's first and foremost where I see like the future of the church going. And then I would say secondly would be from my experiences like here at the Catholic Student Center is that being able to interact with a group of Catholics who like really care about their faith. And it gives me hope that like, hey, as we're going into the future, that there's a strong group of people that not only I can rely on, but these people are going to spread fit their faith to their peers who are then going to go to their peers. And it's just an effect that, I don't know, it just continues to multiply. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah? Um, I would probably say, um, okay, so I have the honor to be my um, youngest sister's confirmation sponsor this year. Um, and so since the fall, like we've been, um, I went with her this little meeting we got to talk about kind of confirmation and everything like that but like it's been really cool to just like hear her um hear about her like walk through this process and i think something that it's like really highlighted is that just through like watching her and then watching the rest of um her confirmation class and everything like that is that a lot maybe some people might not be necessarily seeing it but there's a really really awesome um foundation that's being built right now um in younger people definitely in college students and like will just said like i definitely see that at the csc but like i think sometimes we can be a little bit disconnected from even um younger catholics and yeah just like watching her um 
and her peers just really build this desire to like not only just like have a relationship with God but like have a relationship like uh, with God like within the church um and understand them having this understanding of like how beautiful and like special that is um I would say that's probably like definitely in my current life kind of my main source of hope it's something that I've been praying with a lot recently um just the idea of really awesome young people um (laughs) kind of growing up in the church (laughs) Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, it's always something inspiring uh, for me that I get to work with all of you guys and see that. But the thing that, that really gets me most of the time, I think is the source of hope for me, if I'm going to say something, is the reality that I get to, that I see Christ actually working in you. Like that this isn't just like a club, a really good club that happens <laughs> to like, you know, have really sweet ceremonies and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> that, that I, I get to see here as a chaplain, like, that Christ's love is operative in your hearts and that he's doing amazing things, things that normal psychology or normal mm-hmm. groups of friends can't really possibly accomplish, you know, mm-hmm. real healing from deep wounds and real um, instilling of joy and calling to a higher life. And, and that, that he is doing that work, even though we don't necessarily see it and that you guys are going to be the fruits of that to enable to bring that to other people. What do you think? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's a lot of pressure right there. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um but oh, that's really awesome. What would you guys say to someone who who is kind of a little worried about the future of the church? Um you know, you've expressed your own um feelings of of hope uh in the church. But what would you say to someone who still says, you know, but yeah, okay, there's, you know, Catholic clubs at universities, mm-hmm. but um you know, the, still the culture is not what it used to be. Yeah. I think what I would say is that I think in the first and foremost is that we got to trust in God, that God is going to look out for his church and that even though, especially with this changing world is that our, our faith is most certainly not on the forefront of a lot of people's minds. It's just that God isn't going to just let us go off to the winds and fend for ourselves. Like he's always going to be there. He's always going to be helping out. And I think that's can be visible through the lives of all the young people in the faith. I I honestly that's kind of what I was I was gonna say is that as like almost Pinterest quotey as it sounds, it's like, <laughs> oh, like God always has a plan, like God is always there, even if you don't see him. But like really that like, that's just the reality of it. Um and that like that's part of his promises, like he's not going to he's not going away. Um and I think that yeah, I think that maybe something that could just help maybe a little bit with that belief is just like taking it to prayer more directly a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's something that um, I know I've talked to a couple of uh, friends and family members about, and that's some that's something that they've prayed with. And it has helped a lot because um, getting that consolation from God himself is the best kind of consolation that you could Amen. have. Yeah, exactly. And, and And if you think about the church, it's not like a big corporation that like the big corporation, if it's going down, it's going to go down. Exactly. Like for us, it it truly is a divine institution that Mm -hmm. Christ is the one in charge and we aren't. And that he's the one taking care of things and not us. And Mm -hmm. so if we worry too much about things, we shouldn't because he's the one who's guiding and and taking care of us and that he first and foremost is, and and you're totally right. That Mm -hmm. life of prayer is so essential to enable us to have that freedom to really be at peace and to see, okay, no matter where or how dark it looks or how difficult, yes. Jesus is going to take care of things. Exactly. 
Good. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. It's, of course. Uh, it's great to have this Voices of, of Hope. And you didn't use too many youthful phrases <laughs> that I don't understand um, or that I despise. So we, we try to keep the slang down a little That's bit. That's good because, you know, I can't really understand what you guys say most of the time. <laughs> um, thank you uh, for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to find more great Catholic talks, you can find us at CatholicBytesPodcast.com. Catholic Bites is a production of Cast Catholic Media. If you want to find out more about what Cast does and all our sorts of different uh, evangelization efforts you can go to our website there you can also follow us on social media and you can find more podcasts at uh, at apple podcasts or on spotify and if you subscribe that will help more people find the show and you'll get to hear my dulcet tones every week or so in your um, uh, podcast feed. i don't know if that's necessarily a song point. uh <laughs> thank you will and sarah thank you everyone for listening and god bless you <laughs>